Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're going to take a brief history lesson for the year 2020. We saw the first outbreaks of the pandemic in China, followed by countries where the infection had spread. These include Korea, Italy, Japan, Spain, and France. Soon after followed Switzerland, Belgium, Sweden, and then finally the U.S. and Canada. For much of the winter and early spring, North America was about three weeks behind what was happening in Europe. Critics in North America tended to dismiss what was happening in Italy as something that was specific to Italy. It won't happen here in the U.S. or Canada because Italy is an older population. It won't happen in Canada because there's less population density. It won't happen in the Midwest of the U.S. because there's already social distancing built into the way people live. Yet, there's a trend in almost every conversation, and that is, the person agrees the pandemic's a problem, but it won't be a problem here. Why? Well, there's always a reason, at least until they're wrong. At the other end of the spectrum, there are those who say there was no need for a large-scale lockdown. The number of cases didn't explode in their community, and the damage to the economy was needless. So here we are again with a near doubling of cases in France and Spain in a very short period of time. Many European countries have implemented new travel restrictions based on the increased number of new infections. Spanish authorities have flagged social gatherings in nightclubs and among family and friends as the primary source of infection. In France, high-risk settings have been the workplace and medical facilities topping the list for disease clusters. In Germany and Italy, officials have identified travelers returning from abroad, especially higher-risk places like Spain and the Balkans, these are countries like Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro, as the primary source of new infections. Germany has introduced obligatory tests for people returning from these high-risk zones. Travel within continental Europe has been relatively unrestricted since the middle of July. The UK now requires travelers returning from higher-risk countries, including France and Spain, to self-quarantine for 14 days on arrival. The store shelves in some towns in the south of Italy are bare again. This is a repeat of a familiar situation from earlier this year. Now, I was reflecting on situations when I used to catch a cold, and so far this year I have not caught a cold. Last time I had a cold was in July of 2019 when I attended a wedding. Haven't had one since. Before the pandemic, I rarely used to catch a cold. If I did, it was because my children brought it home from school. Sometimes I would catch a cold by attending a conference, or perhaps someone seated nearby on an aircraft was coughing and sneezing. Catching a cold required contact with those who were infected. Now, I know I'm not telling you anything earth-shattering here. Social contact increases the spread of disease, and the spread of COVID-19 requires human contact in exactly the same way. Now, you can argue whether the rate of transmission is either higher or lower than the common cold, but the fact is human contact will raise the rate of infection. So now we've got schools going back into session. Some schools have already started holding in-person classes. We've got differing protocols from one school board to the next. Some school boards are requiring children to wear masks. Others have established plastic partitions in the classroom. Others are reducing class time to three days a week. Some have chosen a mix of hybrid online and classroom teaching. And some schools have reduced the number of subjects being taught at a time. The hope is that by concentrating, say, a full-year math course into a full-day six-week period, the amount of social interaction will be reduced. Now, these measures might help, but it's fair to say that we're heading for another wave of increased COVID-19 infection. Where this will hit, and when, or how broadly, is anyone's guess. But just like in the spring of this year, we looked to Europe to see our future. And I'm going on record, right here, right now, as predicting that we're going to see another wave of infections. Those businesses that rely on 
social gathering, or movement of people are going to take another hit. That means a further setback for travel, hospitality, food and beverage, car rentals, and live entertainment. Some geographic areas have the core of their economy built on tourism. I'm thinking of places like Las Vegas, Orlando, many of the islands in the Caribbean, and some of the coastal beach towns. Those sectors of the economy are going to be hit again. And while we have major sectors of the economy focused on recovery, which I think is absolutely appropriate, we also have to be aware that we're heading into another economic winter as we get the second wave of COVID-19 outbreaks. As you think about that, make sure you're ready for another outbreak in the pandemic. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.